After you're done listening to today's episode, make sure you check out Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Our Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I am James Yarko flying solo today. You can check out everything David Harrison and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Yes, it's a solo episode, and yes, I said that we had our own list that we were going to be bringing you. I was going to bring you mine on today's solo episode, and David could bring you his on his solo episode, but got to call an audible because the best laid plans, right? They always kind of go askew. We have some news to talk about. We have some things to actually discuss. So I'm going to put my list on the back burner for now. I'll be coming to you on solo episodes next Wednesday and Friday. David will be solo on Monday. We both have some conflicting things going on. So, you know, we're just we're each going to ride it solo next week. But we do have some Buccaneers things to discuss first and foremost Buccaneers training camp. The training camp schedule has been announced and there will be fans in attendance. However, there's a there's a little asterisk next to that last part. But first, let's talk a little bit about training camp. It's going to begin on Sunday, July 25th for the Buccaneers. And as we've seen the schedule, All of the practices are at 8.30 in the morning to try to avoid that nasty July, August Florida heat and the sun. They're going to get them knocked out early, be in the air conditioning, doing film stuff and things like that indoors. Um, But as I said, there will be fans in attendance for training camp, but it is not open to the public. I know, I know, not open to the public, but beginning with July 25th, that day will be open to season pass members. July 26th, it'll be stadium club members. July 27th, 28th, 30th, 31st, August 1st, and August 3rd are all open to season pass members. August 5th is going to be Military Day, presented by USAA. August 6th is the Women of Red Day at training camp. August 7th will be stadium club members. August 9th is community day with the Special Olympics and the Arians Family Foundation. August 10th and August 17th will be stadium club members. August 11th and August 18th season pass members. Now what's important about those August 17th and 18th training camp days, those are the joint practices with the Tennessee Titans, Julio Jones, Derek Henry, Ryan Tannehill, all coming to town for the August 17th and 18th practices. Bucks Chief Operating Officer Brian Ford spoke with the media on Thursday 
and he said, quote, We are thrilled to welcome back our most tenured season pass members and our great corporate partners to the Advent Health Training Center for training camp this year as we continue preparations for this much-anticipated follow-up to last year's historic season. With the return of fans to training camp and a sold-out crowd for the upcoming season at Raymond James Stadium, the excitement surrounding the Buccaneers, I'm sorry, the excitement surrounding Buccaneers football is stronger than ever. The energy that the fans bring to our team creates a special atmosphere that our players feed off of, and we can't wait to see that passion on display once again, end quote. So it is kind of a disappointment. It is kind of a bummer that training camp isn't going to be open to the general public, especially since the entire season is sold out in terms of tickets. All the home games completely sold out. So there's not going to be a lot of opportunity for fans, if you're not a season ticket holder, to get in and and see the Buccaneers. Now, obviously, you're going to be able to get a hold of things on the secondary market. You have the Ticketmaster verified resale tickets. There are Buccaneers fan groups on Facebook where where fans will sell their tickets to other fans and, and try to keep them out of the hands of the uh, the fans of the opposing team. So there's going to be a little bit of of availability out there, but you're going to pay a premium for that. So like I said, it's a disappointment, but you know it it's we're still coming out of a pandemic, right? We're still trying to work our way out of a, a really, you know, troubling time over the last, you know, year and a half. And not everybody's been been vaccinated. That's that's up to them. But the precautions then, as a result, still have to be in place. We're going to talk a little bit about that later in the episode. But, you know, it's the access that that fans are going to be able to get you're still going to get friend of the show Scott Smith and Casey Phillips doing their training camp live so you're going to get a little insight there you know Almond and and Stroud and the guys over Pewter Report and we're going to have some guys from Bucks Nation there that are going to be posting photos and videos it's not the same I get it but you can't go from from zero to a hundred in the blink of an eye it is a gradual process hopefully next year Things are back to normal. Training camps open for the general public. Everybody can kind of get their opportunity to go see the Buccaneers in some capacity. Now, anybody that's attending, season pass members, stadium club members, you will re- they do require a digital ticket, which is going to be available through the Ticketmaster account manager for all the members. But that will be required for entry to all the practice sessions. There will be a $5 reservation fee per ticket but the proceeds are going to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Foundation to uplift the community, inspire youth, and drive social change through programs that enrich lives of families within the region. So it's not, you know, the Buccaneers pocketing your five bucks. That money is going to go to some great causes around the area. With that, we got to hit our best, our first break. And uh, I'm still angry, everybody. I'm still upset. I'm still bitter about game six, but the Lightning have game seven coming up tonight. They're going to smack the Islanders around. Barzell and and Mayfield are going to get what's coming to them. And uh, 
If you're feeling like me and you're feeling confident heading into Game 7, you can put some money down with our friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. Before the next puck drop, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit in the sin bin anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. Again, promo code Locked On, all one word, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Segment two here of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko, deputy editor of BucksNation.com, flying solo. David has the night off, but you will hear from him coming up on Monday. We have some more things to talk about, and uh, we're going to continue to talk about the quarterback because that's what we do here because Tom Brady's always up to something. He's always in the news. There's always something going on involving Tom Brady. But this time, this time it's the fact that Tom Brady almost wasn't a Buccaneer, and apparently it was a little bit closer than we all believed. Now, I'm going to play some audio for you from ESPN's Get Up, where Jeff Darlington joined the crew over there. And if you remember way, way, way back, Jeff Darlington was all over the Tom Brady to the Buccaneers from the get-go. He you know, he was hearing things on both sides. He kept talking about how great a fit it was. Everybody kept telling him he was crazy. Darlington was all over it. But it was the deal that almost wasn't. So these guys are going to open up speculating as to what David and I speculated about on an earlier episode about Tom Brady's uh, appearance on The Shop on HBO when he said, you're sticking with that, you know what, referring to a team that dropped out towards the last minute. Now, if Darlington is correct, uh, David and I, neither one of us were even close in our guesses. So here's the audio from ESPN's Get Up and uh, NFL analyst Jeff Darlington. It's instructive to remind everyone of where we were a year ago, March. The idea of signing Brady, which now seems like the ultimate no-brainer, didn't totally feel that way then. Greeny, that's exactly right. Look, I understand that revisionist history suggests that every team in the NFL, outside of maybe Kansas City and Green Bay, should have signed Tom Brady. But let's point out that there were several teams that were in the hunt and did back out. I'll point for a perfect example here. The Las Vegas Raiders. They were a team that was heavily interested in Brady. They were having internal discussions really up until the late stages. And they did back away ultimately from Brady. Uh, So, look, I'm not trying to say who Brady here is talking about. But there are teams that he certainly can look at the landscape in retrospect and say, Certainly could have done some good for that team. But we should also point out the Tampa Bay Bucks from the very beginning. Now, mind you, they felt ready to move on from Jameis Winston. They felt like they didn't really want to pay him what he probably was going to covet for that fifth year. 
But look, they decided to move on. They went headfirst into Tom Brady. They never wavered. They never changed. They told him, we want you. Tom Brady loved that about the Tampa Bay Bucks. The rest, Greeny, is history. Which team should most regret not having signed Tom Brady? We've each picked one. Jeff Darlington, you're first. Greeny, I'm going to say it as clear as day. It is the New Orleans Saints. And regret might be a strong word because ultimately Drew Brees decided to delay his broadcasting career a year and come back for one more season. It's the, the Saints did the right thing by bringing Brees back. But I think that people still underestimate how close Tom Brady was to signing with the New Orleans Saints up until he ultimately decided on the Bucks. I, I know that that's going to be a statement that people try to question. It's the truth. And here's the deal. Sean Payton cannot look back and say, man, I would have loved to have Tom Brady last year because it would also meant that I'd have him for a few more years moving forward. No question in my mind. The Saints, despite understanding they did what they had to do, there is a little bit of, let's call it regret, that Tom Brady is not their quarterback. Yes. Yes, everybody. Tom Brady not only was extremely close to not being the Buccaneers quarterback, but he was extremely close to taking over for Drew Brees and playing for the New Orleans Saints. Now, I didn't realize it was as close as it was. That's a terrifying thought. I mean, really think about it. Think about the, the pendulum swing that we have witnessed now in the NFC South because of Tom Brady. Tom Brady comes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They win 11 games. They go to the playoffs. They beat the New Orleans Saints. They beat the Green Bay Packers. They win the Super Bowl in their home stadium, winning eight games in a row, including the playoffs. Meanwhile, the New Orleans Saints see Drew Brees get injured during the season. You have this weird tandem of Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. Now you have a quarterback competition between Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. I think we all expect Jameis to be the starter. But you're going from Drew Brees to Jameis Winston as your starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, going up against Jameis Winston's former team, the Buccaneers, with Tom Brady, a quarterback, who you could have had if Drew Brees had decided to walk away from the game one year earlier. Instead, he goes for that final run. He tries to win a championship, tries to ride off into the sunset like John Elway, like Peyton Manning. And it doesn't work. So now you're and I'm I'm not gonna try to be disrespectful. I'm not I'm not saying this in a in a disrespectful manner, but you are now in a situation where you you have Jameis Winston as your starting quarterback when you could have had at least two more years of Tom Brady as your starting quarterback. How much more dangerous could that New Orleans offense be? with Tom Brady at the helm, with a pass-catching back like Alvin Kamara, with a guy like Michael Thomas, who I do talk about a lot on this podcast as being overrated because I believe that he is. Let's see what he does with a quarterback not named Drew Brees, and let's see how good he is. Let's see him do something other than run a slant 
I mean, it's just, eh, I think he's a little overrated. I do. But if you put Tom Brady under center, I'm terrified of Michael Thomas because you know Brady's going to get him the ball. You know Brady's going to find a way to put the ball in Michael Thomas's hands and other teams are going to pay for it. That's just how it is. So things could have been real different. We could have we could have been having a lot more uh, concerning conversations on this podcast over the course of the last year and leading into this season had basically had Drew Brees not decided to put his broadcasting career on hold. It's whew, it's a game of inches, folks, even in the offseason, even in free agency. It's a game of inches. And the Bucks were awfully close to missing out on the guy that brought them Lombardi Trophy number two. Hopefully, more to come in the coming years. We're going to go ahead and hit another break real quick before we finish up with a couple of other noteworthy news items. But before we do that, I have to let you all know that you know there's one reason and one reason only to repair and maintain your cars, and that is to save money that you can use for other important things like your mortgage or food or creamsicle Tom Brady jerseys. We're going to get into that in a moment. Why would you spend up to 30, 50, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? Instead of that, go visit our friends at rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your car or truck, and you can quickly see the brands, specifications, and the prices that you prefer. Best of all, those prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. The same for professionals as well as the do-it-yourselfers. Don't spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Today's show is also brought to you by our good friends over at Built Bar, and you know that David and I are especially passionate about Built Bars and especially, especially passionate about how delicious the mint brownie and the peanut butter brownie flavors are, but there's more than just those. There's also coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, double chocolate, and salted caramel. Do you know what your favorite flavor is? If not, you can get a mixed box and you're going to get two of each of those flavors that I just named. Most of those, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll receive 15% off your next order. Again, promo code LOCKED15, all one word, L-O-C-K-E-D, number one, number five, for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko, David Harrison has the episode off. He'll be back on Monday. But a couple of other things to touch on. First and foremost, we got some exciting news. You guys have been asking for it forever. 
I've been asking for it. I don't know if David's been asking for it. I can only assume that he has. Throwback creamsicle uniforms are back in 2022. That's right. The NFL has approved the use of multiple helmets, allowing for a lot of these teams to go back and do their throwback games, wear different colored helmets. It is a fantastic move by the NFL, and it was something that never should have been changed to begin with. In a statement sent out to uh, you know club presidents, teams, GMs, equipment managers, everybody, it says, as a result of the analysis that was done you know, following the 2018 uniform policy changes, as a result of this analysis, the league has revised the 2018 uniform policy to allow for one alternate color helmet to be added to each club's uniform closet, commencing with the 2022 NFL season subject to the below requirements. This alternate color helmet must be must only be worn together with one of the club's authorized optional uniforms, classic alternate and or color rush. If the alternate color helmet is paired with a classic uniform, the alternate color helmet colors and designs must be historically accurate, consistent with the historically accurate uniform. If the alternate color helmet is paired with an alternate or color rush uniform, it must use a logo from some point in the club's history but the shell face mask logo may be colorized according to the club's existing logo guidelines. All use of alternate color helmets will be subject to the following requirements. And those are clubs must obtain an entire new set of alternate color helmets for all players. Alternate color helmets must be the same make model and size as the applicable players primary helmet. Alternate color helmets must be made available to all players at the start of training camp and should be fit at the same time as the primary helmet. Finally, alternate color helmets must be worn in practice at a minimum during the week leading up to the game in which they will be used. So, there are some stipulations. There are some some asterisks involved, but in the end, The Buccaneers are going to be able to get their white helmets. They are going to be able to get Bucko Bruce slapped on the side of those. And we are going to see Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Levante David, Devin White, all rocking creamsicle uniforms in the 2022 season. It's a good day. It's a good day. Finally, something I touched on earlier. Just going to touch on this real quick. Because I'm not sure how many people have seen this or are aware of it, but I wanted to go ahead and throw it out there because it is important news pertaining to not just the Buccaneers, but the NFL season as a whole. And this is the agreed upon update to the COVID-19 protocols for the 2021 training camp and preseason. So 
if you are a fully vaccinated player, coach, staff member, whatever the case may be, fully vaccinated, there is no daily testing required. Masks are not required at the club facility or during team travel. No physical distancing required in the club facility. No quarantine required after high-risk exposure. No travel restrictions. No capacity limits in the weight room. Um, They may eat in the cafeteria with other fully vaccinated individuals. No restrictions on social media marketing sponsorship opportunities. They are able to use the sauna and the steam room. May interact with, with vaccinated family and friends during team travel. For those that are not vaccinated, and of course, you know, we saw Cole Beasley take his stance, and that's you know, that's his decision, that's his view on it. You know, but these are the restrictions that he is going to be falling under as a non-vaccinated person. Testing is required every day. Masks are required at the club facility and during travel. They must remain physically distant from others in the club facility. Must quarantine after high-risk exposure. There are travel restrictions in effect. 15-player limit in the weight room. Players must be physically distanced in the meal room. They are not allowed to eat with their teammates. Staff must grab and go. They are not allowed to eat in the cafeteria at all. No social media marketing or sponsorship activities will be permitted. They are not able to use the sauna or the steam room, and they may not leave the team hotel to eat in restaurants, may not interact with anyone outside of the team traveling party during team travel. So for those that want to get vaccinated, it's almost going to be life is back to normal. For those that don't, it's very similar to the restrictions that they were under last year, and we very much are going to be seeing players missing games due to quarantine if they are exposed to someone who is who has tested positive for COVID-19. So it's almost going to be like two different worlds going on out there. There's going to be the vaccinated world, and there's going to be the people that, for whatever reason, have chosen that they don't want the vaccine. They could miss games. They can't eat with their teammates. They can't visit their families. It's it's going to be another year of being locked down. So something to keep an eye on. It really truly is because we could still see big name players be quarantined and not be on. Can you imagine if let's say Cole Beasley and I'm just using him as an example because of, of all the stuff that he put out on social media. Can you imagine if he gets exposed to COVID and now the wide receivers that were around him have to quarantine because they're high risk as well. So you're going to have a Buffalo Bills game where there's no Cole Beasley. There's no Stefan Diggs. I mean, what if what if that's a playoff game? The Bills should be competing to go to a Super Bowl. What if they're missing playoff games because of this? Something to keep an eye on. It is a very, very real reality that we could see big-name players still miss games and be quarantined during the 2021 season. With that, I am out of here. Hope you all have an absolutely amazing weekend. Hopefully the Bolts win tonight. We need a lightning win. Don't let these obnoxious, snot-nosed Islanders fans get any more happiness. No more. They don't deserve it. Dirty, dirty, cheap-shot team. Mayfield needs to get punched in the mouth by Pat Maroon. Sunday, I got to drop my son off at hockey camp. I'm not going to see him for a week. My lightning watching buddy is going to be gone for a week, and I don't know how to handle it. He's never been away from home, 
and I, I don't have anyone to watch the Lightning games with. So, tease and peace for me. I'm very sad about it, but hope you all have an incredible weekend. Check out everything David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Send us your voicemails and emails to 813-444-5841. Locked on a Bucks podcast at gmail.com. Have an absolutely phenomenal weekend, everybody. Be safe, be healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other. We thank you so much for joining us.